Welcome to the Socrates Podcast, an intellectual discussion and analysis of the world's most popular sport. Today's episode, we got a weekend preview for you. We're going to look ahead at match week 27, preview all the games. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Socrates Podcast, an intellectual discussion and analysis of the world's most popular sport. I'm your host, Jake Marchesani. And we're going to do a weekend preview um, today. We got some great games coming up this weekend. In fact, six games at the 10 a.m. Eastern time block. This is week 27 of the Premier League. And we're going to do rapid fire, just some quick thoughts on each match, who we think is going to win, <clears throat> and what to look forward to on the weekend as we really move into the business end of the season the uh, FA Cup just wrapped up the um, round of 16, and now we're moving into the quarterfinals. The Carabao Cup finished last week with uh, Liverpool beating Chelsea at 1-0 in the 118th minute with a header from Virgil van Dijk. That was a great game. So we're we're starting to get some, you know, we got the first silverware out of the way, and it goes to Liverpool. We got the FA Cup in full swing. We got... Champions League and the Europa League and Europa Conference League coming back soon and uh, the FA Cup continuing. So there's a lot of excitement coming down the pike. We got we had some really close matches in the FA Cup. Surprisingly, some of the um, championship teams were punching above their weight, um, pushing some of these Premier League teams to the brink um, and uh, the, the Premier League holding strong getting uh maybe just just having one uh one upset so there's some good quarterfinal matchups going on what would be really cool is it there's a potential for a Manchester City Liverpool final in the FA Cup and I think we would all want that well I think we'd all be here for that that would be epic especially as these two teams are fighting it out for the title as well so really good stuff but let's start with this weekend. We got six 10 a.m. games Eastern time. Let's see what we got up. Brentford versus Chelsea. I think this could be a trap game for Chelsea. Brentford do really well against possession-oriented teams. We've seen Chelsea really do like to try to possess the ball. And what, what, what they've been trying to figure out this season is possessing the ball and then it ending in good goal-scoring opportunities. So they've struggled with that over the over the season but they have been getting better. They had a you know it was a, it was a it was a good match against Liverpool. They missed a lot of chances though. So so that's the thing. <clears throat> Can they convert some of these chances? But Brentford set up really well against a possession team. They like they're good at counters, they're good at corners. They'll frustrate the opponents and they have a good record against Chelsea in the last 3 seasons. So you got to you got to think that this is going to be, you know, a tough game for Chelsea, potentially Brentford getting a win. Uh Chelsea have struggled with their creativity in the final third. They're going to need that cuz Brentford are a very solid defensive team. They're hard to break down. I see this one going one of two ways, honestly. I can see Brentford winning 2-1. 
or I can just see the floodgates opening a little bit for Chelsea and them winning 3-0. So it's a little bit of a weird a weird vibe on the scoreline. I just don't know which way to go. I could see it going either way. Um, but the fun thing is here, we can say whatever we want, predict however we want. Don't need to give an actual prediction. But these are the two ways I could see this game going. Either way, I do think it's going to be a great game and a fun game to watch. Next up is, during the same time, Everton versus West Ham. Everton had their 10-point deduction reduced to only six points, so they can breathe a little bit easier knowing that they're five points clear of the relegation zone now instead of right in the mix. Uh, West Ham, though, not in great form, and uh, so I am curious to see how this game goes. I think this is going to be two teams that are pretty comparable. It feels like a bit of a slog, honestly, and I think it could be 1-1. I just see this being kind of a, you know, Kind of a grind, both teams getting a goal, and it just ending 1-1. That's my prediction there. Then we have Fulham versus Brighton, and Fulham are a stubborn team. Uh, they'll prove a tough match against Brighton, I think, because Brighton have uh, Matoma injured out for a while now. They just got him back, and you could see that he was giving them a good spark of the last few games, and now he's out again. I think, you know, When you're playing Fulham, they are a tough team. They get a lot of yellow cards, even red cards. You have to grind it out sometimes when you play Fulham, as we saw Manchester United unable to do over the weekend. In fact, losing to Fulham, they weren't able to get the win. And now you got Brighton, which they just don't seem like the grinded out type. You know, they like to pass, they like to have free flowing, they like to be creative. The last time I think they really had to grind one out was back, I think it was actually on Thanksgiving, November 25th. Was that Thanksgiving? Maybe not. It was probably the weekend around it. I remember watching the end of the game and they were just holding on for dear life. They played against Nottingham Forest. They were up 3-2 and they got a red card. Lewis Dunk got a red card like in the 75th minute. So for 20 minutes, you know, with probably some ton of extra time, they were just holding on for dear life, right? Uh, other than that, you don't really see Brighton doing that. And so I actually think Fulham get the victory again here, 2-1. to one. I think Fulham edge out Brighton, grind out a tough win, win 2-1. to one. Next up, still at the same time, Spurs versus Wolves. Uh, sorry, sorry, not not yet. <laughs> Newcastle versus Wolves. Spurs versus Wolves was 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 last week. Newcastle versus Wolves. Probably not the team that Newcastle want to play right now. I mean, their form is a little bit down right now. They're struggling. They had to grind out that win in penalties against Blackburn Rovers, which you know was an exciting game. And now they got to turn around and play Wolves, who are actually ahead of them in the table and in really good form right now. A very tough team to play. It just feels like Newcastle are not getting any breaks right now. And I have to go with Wolves. Wolves 1-0 against Newcastle. Wolves are playing really good. They have an identity. They got Pedro Neto back, who is providing a huge spark for them. They are really on a good trajectory right now. I see Wolves beating Newcastle 1-0. Liverpool versus Nottingham Forest. Can Klopp's kids keep the train rolling? I think yes. This is a really good opponent for them to play. 
after they uh, beat Chelsea in the Carabao Cup and then they kind of cruise past Southampton in the FA Cup. This is, I think, a good run for their youngsters to gain experience. They all look alike too. Like they're all skinny white boys who can play. If you look, they all got the same profile, but they're all like 20 years old or younger. So the future looks really bright with Liverpool. You got to think that they are the most attractive team for a new coach to come into, like Xavi Alonso from Bayer Leverkusen. I I really want him to come in and take over this Liverpool team after Jurgen Klopp leaves. They're set up so well for the future. And uh, and in this game in particular, I think Liverpool continue to cruise 3-0, keeping the pressure on Nottingham Forest down near the relegation zone. All right, Spurs versus Crystal Palace. This is the sixth game, the last game in the 10 a.m. time slot. This is an interesting one for me because you got Palace with kind of their new manager bump last time out. They got a 3-0 win. And uh, I think they could prove a challenge for Spurs. You know, not sure how many players Spurs are going to have back. They they still don't have everybody back from injury. They were missing both of their fullbacks last game out. So they're going to need to play well to win this. I actually think this is going to be a 2-2 draw. So we got two London derbies this weekend. The first one is Brentford-Chelsea, which should be fun. And then Spurs-Crystal Palace. I think this one's going to be a 2-2 draw. Moving on to the last game on Saturday, Luton Town versus Aston Villa. This will be a real test for Luton. You know, they had a they, they got dismantled a little bit by Kevin De Bruyne and Erling Holland in the FA Cup. Five goals from Holland, four assists for Kevin De Bruyne. And uh, you know, I think it's fine as long as they just regroup and they keep fighting in the league like they could have like they have been because the Premier League is so important for them to try to stay up. Of the three teams in the bottom right now, they're the three teams that got promoted. Luton look like the best team and the best chance of staying up. So they're, you know, they've been in good form. They've gotten results. They're really tough to play. They got a, a, a big loss. I think you could just write that off and move on. I don't think that really defines their season by any means. This next game and this next few games will, if they can gain a little bit more momentum and come out of the relegation zone and keep keep that relegation fight interesting. Uh, Villa are, I think, back to their winning ways as well, though. But it is at Kenilworth Road. Aston Villa, not the best team on the road. And Luton, they are tough to play at home. So I think this is going to be a late win for Villa, 2-1. This one is going to go down to the wire, I think, <clears throat> as many games have for Luton, unfortunately, and have gone the, the wrong way. This one, I think, goes that way as well. Burnley versus Bournemouth. Um, you know, Bournemouth are a tough team. They had a heartbreaking loss against Leicester earlier this week in the FA Cup. Kind of surprising, but maybe not, given that Leicester are the best team in the championship. They got a great squad. They're going to move back up into the Premier League next season. If anything, I think Burnley should be trying to take advantage. You know, Burnley did not have a midweek game. Their defense is really bad, though, and Bournemouth do have dangerous options. So I still think 2-0 Bournemouth, um, but this could be a really good chance for Burnley to just try to get, you know, a foothold. You know, they, they've been struggling lately. 
They've getting, been getting blown out. So this one could be a good chance for them. But I do think because Bournemouth rested some of their players a little bit in their FA Cup game, I think they'll be ready for this match. And I see Bournemouth getting the win. And then we move on to the Manchester Derby. Oh boy. As you can see, Manchester United fan since I was 12 years old. And I've stuck by them, you know, through the last 10 years when it's been a little bit of a struggle to be a Manchester United fan. This feels, this Manchester United Derby, Derby feels very similar to how so many of them have been in the recent past. Coming into it, Manchester United kind of in bad form, not really sure what to expect from them. Manchester City in pretty good form. But then some weird stuff happens. In the last 12 derbies, all competitions, City have seven wins, there's been one draw, and United have four wins. And uh, you just there's been a couple blowout wins for Manchester City recently, and um, it just doesn't feel that close sometimes. Manchester United... They don't look as good on the counterattack this season as they have been in the last few years, which I think that's their best chance to beat City. They're just not that potent as they were. I mean, they were really dangerous the last two seasons, especially last year. Under Eric Ten Hag, they were looking really tough on the counter. Even, even with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, they were, they were just brilliant on the counterattack. They're not looking that strong on the counter and their possession is so-so, I just don't see them beating City this time around. City have people back, Kevin De Bruyne, Erling Holland scoring again. He had a little bit of a dry run there, a dry spell. So I do think, uh, even though Manchester City are more vulnerable this season defensively than they have been in recent years, I think they're going to win this game. No Rasmus Hoyland for Manchester United. That's a big blow. I just don't see where Man U is going to score from. I don't think Scott McTominay is going to get you know two goals this time around. And I think it's going to be 3-1 Manchester City. And that brings us to the last game of the weekend, Arsenal versus Sheffield United. The team with the best goal differential against the team with the worst goal differential. You can probably guess where this is going. After seeing how Liverpool do and Manchester City do, Arsenal will be playing on Monday night, looking to keep pace in the title race. They are flowing right now. Arsenal, they come into the game six wins on the spin, undefeated this year, calendar year, to start the year in the Premier League. Listen to this. 25 goals scored, three conceded in six games. And they're just flowing really well. I mean, their only hiccup was a Champions League against Porto. But that was a 1-0 loss at Porto. They're, they still have to play the, the second match at home. I think they're going to handle their business. They're just moving the ball so well. They're getting goals from all different places. They're, get, they're the best set-piece team, um, most goals from set-pieces this season. So they just have so many different weapons in their arsenal. And I think they're going to add to Sheffield's misery and put at least four past the Blades. Uh, you got Arsenal with a plus 39 goal differential and, and Sheffield United with a minus 44 goal differential. All signs point to a blowout win for Arsenal. I think they're going to win at least 4-0. And we're going to keep the top three teams separated by a point each uh, moving into the next week. Uh, so that's our 
Premier League weekend preview, hitting on every game for the weekend. I hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned for more Premier League action. We'll be back on Monday or Tuesday to recap the weekend and see how we did with our predictions and uh, and analyze some of the games as we move forward. So take watch the games this weekend. If you have Peacock, you can watch Goal Rush. You just put one game on, and every time somebody scores, it flips to that game. You get to see all the goals. And um, if you don't have Peacock, maybe sign up for free because this is a great weekend to use that free trial. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, remember, know thy soccer. We'll see you next time. For listening to the Socrates podcast, and special thanks to Grid Lab for providing the music and the album artwork. Socrates podcast is a production of Ball Watchers FC. Mm-hmm.